everybody yes once again this is the Cerberus gridiron podcast and this is episode 13 i'm your host christian and here's your co-host mr uh mr chris over here we gotta end my bad what up what up my good people shalom my kim to my good people and shalom my kim to those bad people too so you can be good yeah man shalom to everybody man we got a great episode episode 13 for y'all we know that it is finally football football is here we are here we, one day. We can finally smell it. We can smell it up in there. We can smell that nice aroma. Man, we got a treat for y'all today. We're going to break down some some of our lineup so we can tell y'all like our thought press of, of like how we built our teams. But then on top of that, we're going to break down like in the news. And then we got a nice segment at the very end talking about last place punishments. We want to get interactive with everybody out there in the audience. We want to know what are some of the craziest punishments that you've heard of or that you've seen or that you've been a part of. But that's going to be the last segment. But let's go and kick this thing off with uh, In the News. In the News. In the news, we are talking about Mr. Mister Bosa. Bosa getting that money. I'm talking about breaking the bank. And what are your thoughts about Mr. Bosa getting that money, dog? Like he said, pay me, and he got paid. I, per- I mean, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you asked me, but then he's going to talk. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, go ahead, dog. <laughs> No, I'll be cutting off. Asking me, I'll be cutting off people, man. Just go ahead, do what you got. It's do. all good. Play, play, play fuck up. Uh, uh, I was looking for the contract, five year extension, hundred and seventy million. Is that right? Yeah, one hundred twenty two point five guaranteed. Oh, son of a biscuit eating bulldog. Uh, I mean, he deserved it, mm-hmm. right? I, I can't remember what TJ Watt got, but I don't think it was that high. He got twenty eight. So TJ Watt got got twenty eight million. The next uh, D tackle was uh, Aaron Donald at thirty one point six six, and Nick Bosa hit the market for thirty four million annually salary is now a hit. Okay, so, yeah, so thirty four so million. Three, three, so three million dollars more than AD. Yeah. I mean that's just how it goes. They, they're just like quarterbacks, right? They mm-hmm. they get it. You know, the next first to get paid the most. So yep. who, who's next? You said today Brian Burns will be so, next. So I think uh, so. Like what people do not realize, that y'all do probably know now that, and I keep saying it probably every podcast. But um, I am a Carolina Panther fan, and yes, that is the next person that he actually has been holding out for like the last week. He hasn't been at practice, so this is mm. what he was waiting for the bank uh, for like the bank. Personally, I don't think he's gonna get Nick Bosa money. But I think it's oh, going. Okay. I think it's going. He's not going to break the bank like like Nick Bosa because he has been dominant like Nick Bosa. But what I do think is that he will end up getting paid, which I'm estimating probably around twenty eight, twenty nine million dollars a year. 
guess this sounds about right, right? So that's what I'm estimating. Um, because also what people got to realize too is that the Carolina Panthers did turn down two first round, I mean two future first round draft picks. Um oh, wow. two first round draft picks from the Los Angeles Rams for um for uh Brian Burns. And that is the next person that I think that is gonna end up getting paid. Uh but what are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, you know, I, yeah, they turned it down. That means they want him, so mm-hmm. they're going to pay him. It's depends on if Brian Burns or is he going to try to break the bank and try to beat out Nick Bosa. You see, that's what he was waiting on. Mm-hmm, he's waiting on to try to beat out Nick or just trying to be like around, around Nick. Me personally, I don't think he's trying to beat him because he hasn't been doing the numbers that actually Nick Bosa has been doing. Okay. But since he hasn't been doing okay. he can't go up to the $34 because he's not worth $34 million. Pretty much he's saying that that's mm-hmm. like a QB contract, which he's not worth that right now. But then also with the Carolina Panthers, they have to realize that they also have Derek Brown that's coming up too as well, who they're, gonna, they're, who they're also going to have to pay, which is their D-tackle. So – that's why I said roughly I think he's probably going to get around the range 26 to like 28, $29 million range per season. Yeah, I, I And I, I think, think, that's, fair. I think that's fair because what people don't realize is that every year, well, we all realize this, every year the salary cap is always increasing. So with the salary cap always right. increasing, we already know what's going to happen with the money. Everything's going to go up. QB's numbers are going to go up. The top guys out there numbers will go up. If you're a baller, you're going to get paid. If you're not a baller, just go and sit up on that sideline and everything and just pray that, that you end up getting paid. And they're not paying a quarterback, so, hey, let's get it. And that's exactly it. They got the money. All right, so right now the next segment is actually called the lineups. And what we're going to be doing in this is we're actually going to be breaking down our lineups for two of our teams that we're actually involved in. And when we break them down, we're going to give you you, our thoughts and our analysis of the reason why we built this team and what we can see our team doing up in the future. So, Chris, uh, let's uh, tell the people about your lineup right here. Okay, so this is this is my lineup. Uh, this is for a league that me and my co-hosts are in together. Obviously, you see, I got I got Joe Burrow. He's on his fifth year contract. Ten million. I got David McCormick. I, I try to get a better and more. We just had our, our auction draft a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I try to get a better running back, uh, but I didn't have enough money to get one of the top ones. You know, I think we had Tony Pollard go for seventy million dollars. So. I think I, I think I had like 60, 60 million, 55 million, something like that. Mm-hmm. So um, obviously I have the number one overall pick at Bichon. I, have, I think I have a, a top team. I will make the playoffs. No game is a no question in my mind. I am afraid with Travis Kelsey for the first few weeks, but I think I have my team is strong enough to to definitely make the playoffs in uh, in this league. I'm not worried at all. My biggest trade this past offseason was I had George Pickens. And I traded him for DJ Moore. And I'm just hearing more and more about George Pickens making me question, like, oh, did I, did I make the right decision? But I just think that DJ Moore, he's the number one on his team. And I think I, I have faith in, in Justin Fields that they will take that next step. I'm hoping he's become the Stephon Diggs, the Josh Allen, and the A.J. Brown, to Jalen Hurts. So you think they both take that next step? So, yeah. This is my team. I think it's pretty good, personally. I know I like it. I like I like Joe Joe Burrow 
Zan's missed training camp again. He has not had a, a training camp yet in his career. What about your uh, bench team? Like, uh, like, tell us about some of your bench players that you have there and, like, the reason why you ended up picking them up in, like, your rookie draft and everything. So people actually understand, like, the reason why you should take some of these rookies or try to trade for some of these rookies if you don't have them on your team. So I had, yeah, I had the first and the third pick in the, in the rookie draft. I had, obviously, I went with B. John Robinson. The consensus number one overall pick. Don't think about it. Don't know the question. I got B. John. Uh, number two. Gibbs went number two, so obviously the next person was Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think I got the number. I think I got the best running back and the best wide receiver in the draft. Personally, that's what I think. So I think that that helps me out. Um, and then in the second round, I also I got what's my tight end? I got oh, if you go down a little bit further, I got Dalton Kincaid late in the first round. I'm hoping that he's become he become the second option for Josh Allen outside of Stephon Diggs. And obviously, Travis Kelsey is getting old, so I need somebody to replace Travis Kelsey. He probably has about another maybe two years at, at being a top flight tight end. If I had to get him. Then the second round, okay, so I'm looking like, okay, well, I got David Montgomery. I think I'm paying him $44 million. He's the last. He's on his last year contract. I'm probably not going to extend him, so I send him to the auction. So obviously, I need somebody who could potential be the starters next year. Tajay Spears, I know he doesn't have an ACL, but I figure that he has at least three good years in the league, and I also think that he could be a, a, a running back one next year if they get off of Derrick Henry, which I think his contract is up after this year. So I think he will be the man in in Tennessee. I also think he'll get some tick this year, even with even with Derrick Henry there. And then I got Roshan Johnson just to add some depth um, to that. I know he's in Chicago. It's like they have three backs there. I think Dante Foreman's only there for one or two years, and they have Khalil Herbert, but I think he can be a sleeper, and he can probably pop for me um, uh, in the next year. So Yeah, we're going to try to uh, get him off this team. Uh, people out there up in the chat, I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna try to send some deals. I'm, sure. I'm going to try to send some deals for some Roshan. But also, but also, like the one thing when I'm analyzing your team, like it is uh, a good team. From uh, It's a lot better than what it was last year. Um, I don't think that the yeah. DJ Moore trade that you actually did um, is actually going to hinder you because of, yes, we know that George Pickens is on a cheaper deal. Yes. But um, in our league, um, we have been talking on a lot of junk to Chris because he won the league uh, two years ago. And I did. and it seems that um, if, I am a if he does not win a league, he stays up in like the uh, loser's bracket. And we have like a loser so bracket, everybody, where right. You, I was gonna say explain to the people where we're like yeah, what you ahead. do is um if you never thought about this, we do a loser's bracket just to keep everybody from the seventh to actually twelfth place engaged. And how mm -hmm. we rank everybody is um so the seventh and then and then eighth place, they would get a bye, just like how if they was actually playing in the in the actual championship bracket. We break it down that way, and then we do um, picks nine plays, plays pick 12, and then pick 10 or position 10 plays uh, position 11 or like ranked 11, something like that. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm being tongue-tied right now. But that's how we do our last plays, just to keep people engaged. And what we do is it gives people a chance to actually battle for the number one overall pick. And based off right, how so, you have that, um, it ends up seeding. So whoever finishes – Whoever wins the whole losers bracket, they get the number one overall pick. Then if whoever finishes second, then they go second place, and then so forth. 
Right. So, yeah, exactly. So to sum up what Christian said, I, I still had to play weeks 15, 16, and 17. Mm-hmm. So for me to get Bijan, I still had to win my games to get Bijan. And I did that. My team was a borderline playoff team or a borderline, I think, top loser bracket team. Actually, I think I had to play all three games. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so I still had to play to get Bijan. And I had you – know, my quarterback last year was, was Kirk Cousins. He finished top top team. I think he was number seven. Dave Montgomery. I had Joe Mixon who got hurt. He only had one good game. So I still had Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase, and Kels, and David Montgomery from uh, last year. Everybody else outside the kicker from my starting lineup is new. So I, I was able to get Joe Burrow this year. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. And then. Yeah, I was in a loser's bracket, but I, I wasn't mad about that because I got Bijan. Not mad about that. Okay. Okay. So um, what's your bold prediction about your team this year? We know you said that they're going to be in the playoffs. Are you saying that they're going to be able to win the ship again? Oh, I mean, <laughs> every time we're in the playoffs, we win in the ship. I mean, I'm a, if I need to predict it, I predict it. Yes, I don't want to seem too cocky. So I'm like, uh, let's make the playoffs and I'll be happy with the, I don't want to be happy with the ship. But let's just say right now, let's make the playoffs. Usually, so usually I talk all my shit in the offseason. Mm-hmm. When, when the season starts, I'm very humble. So we just take it one game at a time. But yes, I do think I have the team to win the championship. Um, there are two more teams. Actually, my co-host's team is pretty good. He does have Cooper Cup in his starting lineup, but giving, giving um, we can, how his team is constructed. Are you going to show it? Did you, did you make a slide for that? Yeah, I got to make a I got a slide for that team. Oh, for your team? Yeah, that's oh, what okay. I said. So you want to bring up your team? Yeah, I'm about to Wait, you bring up the next slide. Okay. I can just – I, I do think so. I do think Christian probably has the best, the best team, the best, the best starting team in our league. Just because if you look at everyone, his key positions, the starters, they're all well without outside of Ramondre. See Jonathan Taylor, that could have hurt him. If Jonathan Taylor was there, projecting what Jonathan Taylor would do at those top seven positions, they're all anywhere from top five to top ten players. I think I so that's seven for him. Ramondre's probably falling off, obviously, right? And I think I have five on my team. So I do think I will probably see Christian again in the championship game. Uh, we played Christian. So one thing to know, Christian's made the championship game every single year in this league. He made a deal with you-know-who. We won't say that, but he made a deal with you-know-who. I'm not sure how he's still in this championship game every year. But I can see me playing Christian again in the championship uh, especially if Cooper, come, if Cooper Cup comes back and Jonathan Taylor come, goes to a new team. Uh, I think he's my biggest competition in this league. People, people stop trading him, and our league stopped trading with him. I built my team. Christian, out of them starters <laughs> on his team, Christian the traded. Team. Only, person that he, only person he drafted was CeeDee Lamb in his starting lineup. Yeah, that's true. Everybody else I traded for. That is it. Everybody else he traded for. Well, no, 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 I, no, 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 no. I had uh, Ramondre up on my bench, so I had Ramondre. Um, but yeah, I'll talk. We'll see. I'll talk about my team real quick, and then you. My can, man, I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I get the so like, start. so at my starting uh, QB position, I have Mr. Pac, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Um, I actually made a deal just to get him this off season, Ugh. um, because like what I said, like um, like what my co-host said, that I have been up in the championship um every year, and since he's a defending champion, and I am the the defending champion, but I'm also trying to go back to back because nobody has never went back to back 
in our league, which is actually quite difficult. So I'm trying to go back to back. So I, I realized that I'm just going to throw everything in. I also probably had like around like four or five first round draft picks. So I start throwing those out there just so I can get certain players just to build a better team. Because like what they always say, like um, if you win a championship last year, you're not going to be able to win with that exact same team that you have. So you always want to zig when dag on other really people's zag. So that's one thing that I will say out there with everybody. Whenever you are a champion and that your team is a juggernaut, try to get some other individual players or even think about the future as well, because that's what some people don't really do. Um, that is one big thing that I do, and that's what I've been doing, and that's probably the reason why I have been in the championship every year because of that is because I always change up my team every year. I, there is nobody on this team that is, is is not tradable. I will trade anybody on this team as long as the value is right. Um, but I will go through my team. Uh, my team is Mr. Patrick Mahomes. At running back, I have Christian McCaffrey. I have um, at my second RB position – I have Mr. Ramondre Stevenson, wide receiver. I have Cooper Cup. Even though he did get injured, um, that's okay. Um, it's life. You can't. You can't. Uh, you can't um, do anything about that. Uh, we also have Mr. Um, he's getting upset over here. I'll tell y'all why though. Um, we also have Mr. C.D. Lamb at tight end. I have Mark Andrews at my flex position. I have Mr. Amon Ross St. Brown um, in this league. This is a one QB league, everybody, and it's one QB. Mm -hmm. um, it's a PPR format, and we have one, two, three, four, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And we have nine starters. So it's a nine starter, one QB, uh, one QB format, and then it's a PPR. But then at kicker, I have Mr. Jake Moody. Really don't. I've only took him as a rookie because uh, one of our. Uh, one of our uh, counterparts, uh, some of the guys, our, one of our special guests that everybody th that y'all saw was Mr. Yes, Burn the Playbook. Yes. He's a diehard 49ers yes. fan. So I knew he uh, wanted his kicker. So what I ended up doing was just drafting his kicker in the actual uh, rookie draft. Yeah, it might have been crazy, but if y'all could have seen his face by when he did, uh, on, did that, I'm talking about priceless. priceless. And then this is one thing that I, that I was thinking whenever he thought he was going to get um, – that he was going to get his uh, kicker. You big dummy. <laughs> I had to play that Mr. Dagum George Stanford right there. You big dummy. You really thought you was about to get your kicker? Nah, dog. But then at, at my defense, I have the Carolina Panthers defense. And on my bench, um, he did say I do have Jonathan Taylor on my bench, but we already know what he's going through. He's trying to get paid. Um, hopefully they mm -hmm. can end up working out something. It might end up being something like the Emmett Smith deal where they ended up losing three, four games. And then they finally paid him. So then with him sending out, he's probably going to be in shape, which if you're thinking about out there, like I said before, and all the other uh, podcasts that, that we've been doing, if you have the funds to be able to go get JT and just keep him on your bench, go ahead and do it, man. Stash him. Just, just, just stash, stash him. him. Stash him and then forget about it. If he comes back this year, that is awesome. That means he can be your one key piece that could take you to that championship. And even if he doesn't play this year, you still got him at least for another two or three years that you can even pay him. Mm -hmm. And is based off your position where you're going to be end up being at? If you're stashing JT, most likely your team is a contender. So with your team Pretty being good. a contender, yes. you already know he's not going to be well known and that you need to have him in your lineup. But then I also have um, – uh, who else do I have key players? I have uh, – 
Kendra Miller. Um, I drafted him in our rookie draft because I do mm-hmm. not think that um, Alvin Kamara is going to be there for another couple years. And I'm actually really high on Kendra Miller um, this, not this year, but I see him similar to how all rookies do. Um, if you are a stud and then you have the potential to be the number one, we will see that by the end of the year. And that's going to be a true test with uh, Kendra Miller. So if you do have rookies out there that you are stashing up on your dynasty rosters, uh, make sure that you know and then analyze what they're doing, like uh, analyze their, their touches per game. See if see if it's starting to tick up. Also read about what the coaches are saying about about the running backs. That will give you an actual ans- like an actual uh, eyesight of what you need to do with these players or if they're actually going to be worth stashing for like the next couple of years, or should you just trade them away just to get more draft picks after that, just to recoup from like what you lost. Then um, at my um, other positions, I have uh, I drafted uh, Jaden Reed from uh, Michigan State. I am really high on Jaden Reed this year. He was and he still is probably one of my sleepers. I think he's going to do big numbers this year. Um, if you do not have Jaden Reed on your team, I will try to get him. Um, we do know that Jordan Love is the finally the the heir apparent to Mr. Aaron Rodgers. We also know we also do not know who's going to end up being that number one out there for the uh, Green Bay Packers. We know people think it's going to be Christian Watson, but with Jordan Love being a fresh start, who's he going to throw it to? People just and. Mm-hmm. Romeo Dobbs hurt his hamstring, so he didn't practice today. So look at that. Mr. Hamstring has been getting people already. So so I think Jaden Reed is probably going to get a tick up this year, and I think he's going to be that potential number one or number two target. But let's also not forget, since we're actually – I do not have this person up on my team, but I'm still high on this player. It is Mr. Luke Musgrave Um, for for the tight ends. If you're in a tight end premium league – this was the year to get your your tight end for the future in this draft. That's it, yeah. So your draft, yeah. try to get him. But also on my lineup, I also have Mr. Jalen Waddle. Um, this is the pick that he was a little upset about. So we was actually Idiot. we had our draft um like a couple weekends ago, and what ended up happening was the guy that traded me, Jalen Waddle, needed um a running back. And um, like I said, like I always get running backs on my team and I just stash them just in case, because we know running backs actually matter in, in every league. But um, I ended up stashing uh, Javante Williams. But you also want to know your actual <laughs> league mates as well. So that's one thing whenever you are playing fantasy guys out there that are listening, yep. please know your 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 league mates. Even if you don't know your league mates that, that are not close niche with you and you're just playing with like some randoms, just get up in the DMs, just message them, just like get to know them. Because if you get to know them, you can end up making trade deals that other people didn't even see happening. Because mm-hmm. they could be, they might like a favorite team. They they might like a, like like a certain player, and you might not be asking all these questions, but you can pick up on things. And when you're picking up on different things, things can end up happening. But also in my lineup, I also my other two rookies that I ended up drafting, which who I'm really also high on these two as well. None of these are like right now players. These are all future players. It is Mr. Michael Mayer and then also Mr. Uh, Charlie Jones. If y'all don't know who Charlie Jones is, y'all are going to know by the end of this season. I will say that. Because if one of those three wide receivers end up getting hurt in Cincinnati, Mr. Charlie Jones is probably going to end up stepping in there as long as he is healthy, and he's going to end up putting a show on for y'all. And if he does not do that this year, then he's going to break out next year because I do not think that the Cincinnati Bengals will be signing 
um, T. Higgins next year. Oh, and they also will be letting Tyler Boyd walk as well, too. So Tyler's going. Tyler's going for sure. I did saw today that that the Bengals feel good about um, a contract between them and Joe Burrow being done before Sunday. Okay. So I think that his contract number is key for T. Higgins. I think I think Boyd's going no matter what, but his contract number is key for T. Higgins. If he goes above Justin Herbert. You're right. They probably won't, probably won't be able to play both. Probably won't be able to play T. Higgins. But so he's probably gone. But if it's, if it's if it, if you take a, a team friendly deal, I think they can probably sign um, T. Higgins. I don't think they're actually going to sign T. Higgins. I really think they're actually going to trade him away. You still don't think no, that? I really don't. I really think they're going to trade him away. Because like you got to realize, like when I mean I'm big on Charlie Jones, and then uh, Andre. Oh yeah, that guy. Like, I don't know his name, but that guy. I forgot the other guy's name. Yeah. Y'all, y'all help me out up yeah, in the chat. Go on, uh, help me out 20, up in there. Twenty targets in, in two preseason games. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, whoa. Yeah, we. I think we talked about him like maybe like two two weeks ago, two episodes mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, so two episodes ago. Uh, yeah. So honestly, one thing before you go to the next slide mm-hmm. about back to the Jalen Waddle. Yeah. So he's he's right. You're right. For all my listeners out there, he's correct. Know your know your other GM. Know what they like. So he traded Christian Head, Javante Williams, who was from North Carolina, right? With high school, went to college in North Carolina. This guy, this other GM, is a North Carolina fan. However, Christian didn't even reach out to him. He reached out to Christian for Javante Williams for Jalen Wall. So all my listeners out there, please let me know if you think that is a fair trade. Now, I am not mad at Christian for taking the trade. He came to me. He came to him. Christian, yes, take that trade. I'm mad at the other GM for thinking that was a fair and smart trade. And if you don't know, a little bit of history, Christian loved Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. Been on him for the past two years. Yep. So for Christian to trade him for Jalen Waddle, it had to be a cup up. So, and, you know, we questioned the guy. He's telling us that, hey, he's with Sean Payton. He played at the prison game. Da 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 da. I think it was a good trade. Now, if he had said Jalen Water for Ramondre Stevenson, wouldn't hurt no fuss. So, yeah, for all my listeners out there, y'all let me know if y'all would would have done that trade. Javante Williams is currently right now. Without seeing just saw level one more pieces of the game. No, no season action for Jalen Water. Sorry, continue. Just had to get that out. Hey man, get get out what you got to get out. And then we also so talk so to- now so now he has a top top twelve backup wide receiver that he can put to replace Cooper Cup so he's so, still good. I said, boy, I tell you this. But just so the oh, listeners are actually listening out there, um, I always had a plan of what I was going to end up doing. Um, that's why I built my team a certain type of way. You always want to play checkers out. I mean, you always want to play chess out there, not checkers. Chess. Chess and not checkers. There you go. But the, the last person I had was Mr. Michael Mayer. Um, chess, not checkers. Yeah, I got Mr. Michael Myers out there. I don't know that uh, movie clip, so um, you're going to probably have to tell the uh, audience. Training Day? I'm going to need you to know that Training Day. Oh, I don't remember. Yes, it ain't checkers. Oh, I don't remember that one doing that Training Day. But I got Mr. Michael Myers, and I think he is going to be the heir and parent tight end from that Dylan Waller space has actually been missing. But um, that is who I have for my first lineup. We're going to go to our next lineup, and we're going to discuss our mind process and like what we was thinking and what we was going through then. 
so Chris's next lineup, and we're also it's the same type of format. It's a one QB, two uh, non starters, and but this league is actually different. It's actually a tight end premium league, so it's a PPR tight end premium league. And I'll let him take it over from here to give a a, a reason why he built his team like this. Uh, so yes. I again got the number one overall pick. I think this this one also has a loser bracket. Right? No, this one so actually was to... last place. Remember, uh, the new GM actually traded uh, you. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. It was last place. Right, I traded for Bijan. I traded, so I had the third overall pick, and he had the first, and I traded him Michael Pittman plus my plus my third to move up to one. So that's how I got Bijan Robinson. Obviously, I drafted Killer Walker last year. Um, I just had so I'm gonna run real quick of my team. I have Jerry Goff. Uh, Kenny Three Sticks, Bijan, Stephon Diggs, Dalton Schultz, Jamar Chase, who I just traded traded for, um, um, Young Way Koo, Dallas defense, Daniel Jones, Grease Hall, Jalen Jalen Warren, Scott Moore, Deontay Johnson, Van Jefferson, Josh Palmer, Cooper Cup, John Mechie, Romeo Dodd, Michael Mayer, and then I have the I have the New York Jets defense. But as far as my starters, um, so yeah, obviously I've drafted Kenneth Walker, Bijan, Diggs. Schultz and I traded for Jamar Chase. Who did I trade for? I like, what was I trade for Jamar Chase? I think you gave up uh, like oh, Jordan I, Addison or somebody I had, else. I had Devont, I had Devonta Smith and Jordan Addison. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the Jamaican GMs in the league. He wanted to get off of Jamar Chase. I said, "Hey, that's my guy. He's a top top five, top three wide receiver. I think he's going to be. He could possibly be offensive player of the year this year. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed." I'm glad I did that because Cooper Cup is hurt. So I'm definitely glad I did that. Um, so yeah, I drafted Bijan with the with the 101, traded for Jamar Chase, and then in my auction I had oh how did I get this off? You traded for him. Oh yeah, you traded for him at the very beginning. That that's how you got 1.01. Remember? So that was included in that mm-hmm. trade, right? So I traded Michael Pittman plus 103. For for Brees Hall, that's what it was, and he gave me one on one. So that's how I got Brees Hall. Uh, then I just paid for Jalen Warren, Deontay Johnson, Van Jefferson. He was hella cheap. That was really I, I didn't have too much money on hand, like sixty five, sixty five million dollars. I knew I needed the Jerry Goff. I think Jerry Goff will still have a he can have him a top ten this year. So my philosophy, I'll go into everybody. My, I think Christian already knows. My philosophy is, so there's seven skill positions, right? And there's four major positions, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. My, my thought process is, is to try to get a top 10 player in each of those four main positions starting, and you should be a playoff team, right? So Megan Bijan, boom, top 10. Stephon Diggs, boom, top 10. I, I had Cooper Cup, he would have been top 10, all right, if he's healthy. And then I got Jamar Chase. So I already have four. Now I just need some some boom players for maybe a Brees Hall, maybe Kenneth Walker to have some boom weeks to put me even further higher than just the playoffs. So that's how I build my I always build my team. That's, that's that's my main. So I get as many top ten players in each of those main seven starters positions. I have Dalton Schultz. It is a tight end premium league. I did all I could to try to get off of him. Ah. I just hope he, I hope he eats up some targets from, um, from what's his name? Who's the quarterback in Houston? Who's the rookie quarterback? CJ Stroud. Stroud. So, yeah. So, as you see, I have a blank for Cooper Cup. I don't know who to start. 
Um, All right. I am thinking between Scott Moore, Deontay Johnson, or Van Jefferson. Yeah, guys, help him out. Like, uh, help him out. Leave leave a comment out Please there. Like, help him out. Like, who he should start. I got an idea of who he should put in there, but I don't know if he's going to do it. But uh, I'm not going to. Is it one of those three people I said? No, it's not. Um, so. What? So, like I said, um, I would let him um, decide. Oh, I know who you're thinking. But uh, I would put I him in there. Thinking. And that's what. I know who you're thinking. But um, just, exactly just for people thinking. to actually realize, with him making that trade with Jamar Chase, it's just like what we talked about before about knowing your actual league mates. The GM that he ended up trading him to is an SEC fan. And then the two players that he sent off were actually, they played up in the SEC. So that's another thing right there, knowing your teams. And yes, we know that that uh jamar chase is from the sec but the guy that the guy that had and that's a big fan of the sec he realized that one he was not going to win this year wasn't even going to come close so the first thing he did was build for the future and get off uh, and get off a good asset so that's one thing that we want to we want to help y'all with that is actually understanding Mm -hmm. your actual league mates but then also going deep into the analysis and understanding when to get off players, when to actually keep them on your rosters, and also sell high on the players. He needed wide receiver depth. That's, that's what he. That's one thing he didn't have. So that's why I traded him two wide receivers for that one. He needed that. And he only had neither one of them starting. He traded them off his team. I don't know what we're doing. So in the next lineup, this is my last lineup. Um, we just recently had this draft. Um, this is a oh, ten. This is a ten-team league. Um, we. This is also a super flex. This is also a super flex. I tried to get my co-host up in this league also as well, just so we can try to get it to twelve. But he's not a big fan of sleeper league. So also another thing down there in the comments. Tell me what we got to do to get this guy up in a super flex league. Leave it down there up in the comments. Let us know what we got to do don't. just to get the co-host into a sleeper league. Like, like just, just let us know. Like, what do we got to do? Also, while you are out there, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a five-star ratings because what we're doing right now is we're, one, we're loving the game of fantasy football but we also love football but we also want to entertain you and let us know like in other ways that we can actually get better like we also want to be interactive with our community and everything but let's get back into the lineups so at my starting qb in this superplex um it is superplex like i said before i think it is just based off simple math real quick that is start 10 uh, one QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, two flex positions, which is a wide receiver, running back, or tight end. It is not a tight end premium league. And then also we have the super flex position where if you do not know what a super flex is, that means that you can put in a quarterback at that last flex position. Starting two quarterbacks. So it's a two quarterback starting league if you want to, unless you got a power running back or something like that that's going to get you quarterback right. number oh, wide receiver right so in my uh starting lineup i have mr justin fields um this is a dynasty league as well so i decided to take him because i'm thinking about the future i think justin fields is actually going to do numbers this year and he is still young close. he just recently got mr dj moore and i think dj moore is going to turn it up for him with also the other key pieces too as well um on his team but I have at running back, I have Austin Eckler. I know he's getting old, and I know um, 
I'm, I have a I have a plan for him, everybody. I think I might end up trading him before the season starts, just just to get somebody <laughs> else. I drafted him for a reason because for one, I really don't need him, but I there's another guy out there that I want. Do you not your running? Backs? Oh no, my running backs are pretty good though. Um, so then after that, at my second RB position, I have Mr. Najee Harris. I'm high on Najee this year. I'm a big Najee fan. You sure? Oh yeah, I didn't want to trade him away up in even, that league, even, even with. I'm just I'm just saying, even with the talk, I'm just saying definitely asking, even with the talk of Jalen. Oh yeah, yeah, because there was always never going to be a, a Najee running the full backfield like uh, Le'Veon Bell did. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. it's going to be a one-two punch of which it should be because actually after the role that he has done in Pittsburgh and what he did at, at Alabama, he should take a, a step back and that is so he can stay fresh and so he can mm-hmm. get paid unlike all these other running backs mm-hmm. at my wide receiver position. I have Mr. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown, as y'all can see, like um, I have certain key players on every team. And that's the reason why, because I'm actually high on all these players. And when other people zig, I, I zag. Um, then I have Mr. DeAndre Hopkins. I understand everybody. He is old and everything, but the value that I got him at, I could not let it pass. I think I got him like close to like the 13th, 14th round. In this dynasty draft, wow! So he fell that far. yeah, he fell that far, dog. So I was like, well, if you're gonna give me a number one, possibly a one A, one B up in Tennessee, I'll take him. Um, I'm kind of hurting a little bit at tight end, but I personally don't think that I'm hurting because I'm really high on Mr. Dalton Kincaid this year. If if y'all mm. don't understand about what I've been preaching and what I've been talking about, I'm high on all these rookie tight ends. High on all they these rookie good. tight ends because I know their potential Tough. and I know what they're going to end up being. Class. I know what they're going to do this year. And that's why if if y'all ever thought about doing a tight end premium league, this was the year to do it because yeah. there's nobody can yes. say anything about, no, I don't know which tight end is going to be good. You already know Kelsey's getting old. All the top guys are getting old. But then these rookies coming in are actually going to be really good. They might end up surplanting the top tier guys. But we'll see what's going to be happening this year. At my flex position, I also have Mr. J.K. Dobbins, which who another person who I'm high on this year as well, because a lot of contract year. Yep. Let's say that again. Contract year. A lot of people don't realize with um, it's like one person in my league. He was talking about uh, in this league that I'm talking about. He was like, yeah, I really don't want uh, J.K. Dobbins because he had the ACL injury last year. I was like, dog, he just came off the ACL injury last year. And this is year two. And we all know what happens to running backs in year two. Hopefully, knock on wood. I just knocked on wood, just so you know. Um, hopefully, nothing does happen to me. Uh, not to me, but uh, <laughs> to JK. But nothing happens to JK because we do not want to see anything happen to him whatsoever. That's the one thing in fantasy and football. We don't want anybody to get hurt. Um, at my flex position, I also have Mr. Brandon Ayuk. Um, I'm also high again on Mr. Brandon Ayuk this year because I do not think Debo is going to do what everybody thinks he's going to do. And I think Brandon Ayuk is actually going to explode this year. At my mm. super flex position, I have Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Um, Mr. Uh, discount, double check. reason why I have him there is because of what I think he's going to do. This is actually the first year that Aaron Rodgers has been traded in his career. And he has been doing things that he has never done in Green Bay. Which means he's actually out there playing like a young kid again. He has a nice target, a nice young stud. Out there, and Mr. Garrett Wilson, no homo, y'all. Just gonna hit that pause. No. Um, then at my bench position, I have Mr. Jared Goff, who, as y'all see again, another thing that I have been preaching. So 
if y'all have not listened back up in the podcast, I will drop some of the podcasts that I've been mentioning these players just so you can go back and listen, just so you know for a fact that I am not lying when I'm saying I'm drafting and using the philosophy that I love and that I adore. At this next person, hear me out. I don't like this player at all whatsoever. My co-host does, <laughs> but I will let y'all know I did draft um, Desmond Ritter. Do not like him whatsoever, but I drafted him for a reason because, like I said, this is a super flex, and people are going to need a third QB, and there's other people out there that do not have a third QB. They only have two. Mm. And if one somebody of them, gonna somebody's going to be, like he said, knocking on the door, hey, I got this QB. And with me saying that, that doesn't even mean that I need to keep. I can keep Desmond River as my third QB. W- will that be good? Not really, but. Probably not. Probably not. Not over, not over Jerry Goff. But who knows? Like, yeah, not really. But it's just a throw in there. Like, he's not like he's going to start every week. His only thing he's going to start is uh, he's only going to start he, up on bye weeks. Have, yeah, you don't have anybody with the same bye Nope, but I do know that um, if y'all are looking at this team, your boy's going to be hurting week 13. <laughs> I'm going to be hurting week 13. But – uh, it don't make a difference if I'm going to be hurting Pauls. Um, my team's still going to be good, I think, personally. But then also I have on my bench, I have Mr. Kenny McIntosh. I have Mr. Chris Rodriguez. Y'all know who Chris Rodriguez. Y'all will know by the end of this year. I don't. Um, he is. He went to the Washington uh, Commanders. So be on the lookout. Uh, Mr. Eric Bien-Enemy has been talking him up throughout camp and throughout everything doing training camp and OTAs on how he plans on using him. Then at on my other bench position, I have Mr. Roshan Johnson. Then, then I have Damon Harris, um, Zach Charbonnet, um, Jaden Reed again, Brandon Cooks, and Jalen Hyatt. And at my last bench position, I have Mr. Cole Komet. And then on my taxi squad, I have Mr. Aiden O'Connell. And I have Charlie Jones again, and then I have A.T. Perry. Those are some of the guys that I'm high at. So for my lineup, let me know, guys, how y'all think I'm going to end up doing. I think I should be a playoff team. This is a 10-teamer. I think so. So we'll see what ends up happening. I do plan on, just so y'all know, I do plan on trying to make a trade to get off J.K. Dobbins, but we'll see what's going to end up happening. Not because I want to. Before the season starts? I'm going to try to do it before the season starts because I told the GM that I'm trying to trade with, hey, just so you know, certain players cost a certain price right now. But if you want them during Mm -hmm. the season, things are going to go up. So I'm trying to give them then the benefit of the doubt, hey, this is what's going to end up happening. So just so you know, so you're not blindsided. And you, yeah, I see what you're talking about that week 13. You're going to figure out that week 13 for his tight end because both of them on the same week. No, I'm not. I'm just going to take an L, dog. He's going to leave the blank. Yeah, I'm going to take an L. But that is the lineup in this last segment. This is what we was talking about at the very beginning before we get out of here. We want to know what is the most craziest last place punishments that y'all have either heard of or seen on Twitter or X, what they call it now, or on Instagram, just one of the craziest last place punishments. I'll start off first. I was thinking about joining a league a couple years ago. Mm. Uh, my co-host right now is shaking his head dramatically hard. If y'all can see this, hell no, 
So I was thinking about joining this league. It was called the Tattoo League. Some of y'all might have heard about it. Um, I think it was going on like ESPN or something like that. This was before they got on, on ESPN. And what this was is that what it says, a tattoo league. Last place had to get a tattoo of the first place choosing. So, for example, one year, the year that um, I think somebody had like three of the top 10 finishers in fantasy the previous year all got hurt that year. So what the guy ended up making him get a tattoo of is the daggone Care Bears with them in jerseys and then them holding like crutches and, and things like that and like walking boots. So that's one thing that he that 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 person had Ain't to no get way. on his body. Ain't no Me way. personally, I Ain't wouldn't no have worried about that because I knew for a fact I wasn't gonna never finish in last. I have never finished in last in fantasy. Oh, but damn. What are some other punishments that that you're thinking about, uh, Chris? That you think that are crazy? Uh, yeah, that is definitely crazy. That is as as a nine, as a ten, as a eleven. No, the way I'm gonna join a league that I'm gonna have to get a tattoo. Permanent. That's permanent. Nah, uh, I, I can't think of a, of a crazy one, but I do I do know one off the top of my head that's funny, and that's the one I've seen. I guess probably it's probably common now though. The way you, you take a doll out to dinner, you have to be take a picture of you eating dinner with this blow up doll. I think that's cool. Like that's something that I would do. <laughs> that I would do. I would join a league like that um, for his last place. I think that's funny, and I think that's not permanent and crazy like a tattoo. So like I'm all about playing the game, but hey, y'all, y'all, y'all tripping now. Ain't no permanent. I don't have any tattoos now. You're gonna get one because you because you decide. Hell no. Yeah, so uh, one of the other ones that I thought you was going to talk about and mention was the actual, so there is a crazy one out there, was like a shock collar for a dog. So a dog, so the, so the last place person had to wear a shock collar. <laughs> and that's one of the, the ones that are crazy out there. I also have seen some funny ones where the guy's actually either wearing a t-shirt or he's wearing, a, you know how y'all see the guys up, up on the side of the street up in the mascots and things like that like flipping uh the actual arrows and things like that this is something similar yeah. to that but a guy had to say he had a big sign on him. he was a mascot and he was flipping the arrow one way but then up on the back and then like on the front it said honk because i finished last place in my oh this up, up in my uh, fa- uh, fantasy football league but in the comments everybody leave us some type of uh comment about which y'all heard or what y'all have seen in the last place finishes and always remember do not forget to like comment subscribe to the channel and any last words Jeez. that you uh that you want to say chris uh five stars my sign off is is as always spread love not hate spread love not hate and we thank everybody and then, for tuning in and the, i'm sorry in the words of Jay-Z, it's only entertainment. It's only entertainment, everybody. It's only entertainment. And we thank everybody for listening to this episode 13 podcast. We'll see y'all up on another one. And just so you know, the podcast will be changing up this season because we know football oh, season yeah. is coming out. We know everybody has been seeing the audio version come out on Tuesday and then on Thursday. We, we will be changing it up where the audio version now will be coming out on Wednesday. And then the YouTube version will be coming out on Fridays now. So since football season is kicking off, we're actually going to do y'all a favor. We're going to give y'all another insight into the minds of us. And then we're going to actually extend it out to Wednesday and change it from Wednesday. 
well, change it to Wednesday and Friday. But also, we thank everybody once again, and we'll see you up on another thank one. Y'all. Thank y'all. Peace. Thanks for checking out another episode of Cerberus Gridiron Podcast, powered by Cerberus Fantasy Sports. Make sure you stay tuned for the next episode.